Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is uh, one of the voices of the Boston Red Sox right here on the Red Sox Network. Our guy, Will Fleming, kind enough to jump in for Rob Bradford today. He was a little under the weather. Uh, Will, did you ever consider biblical names for any of your children, and would you go with Moses? <laughs> I, uh, I will part the Red Sea for Rob any day. Whatever he needs is fine by me. I, I can't say that we necessarily went the biblical route, but uh, we named him... Uh, his first name, my first son, is named after my great uncle, who was a great mentor to me. And his middle name was after the captain of the Washington Capitals two days after they won the Stanley Cup. So uh, I didn't go biblical, but I did, I did do something I never thought I'd ever do in my life and named him Bailey Alexander Fleming. I thought it was Bailey Ovechkin Fleming. You just went right with the last name. That would, would be been better. Been, <laughs> Ooh, that's good in nationals. No, but the initials? Yes. Now to that the pump. plate, B.A. Fleming. Oh, oh that yeah. Is really go. That means business. That is badass. You're crying in the booth at his first at-bat. I could see that to happen. And, Will, we're, we're crying over the Red Sox right now. They score yep. some runs, and the bullpen spits the bit, and uh, it seems like they, they can't win for losing, lose for winning, whatever that saying is. It's been a really rough stretch. There's no two ways about it. And, and last night was a total gut punch uh, in a lot of ways. And kind of the accumulation of, of the way it's gone over the last week, you just, it's hard to figure. You know, the offense does break out a little bit, and then uh, you just, no matter what you think about this Red Sox bullpen and pitching staff and offense, um, you would like to be able to hold a three-run lead uh, in the ninth inning. And this, this ball club, this Toronto Blue Jays team, we've seen it now for two years, and I've told you guys this for two years. Uh, the hype with them is very real and particularly in this ballpark here in Toronto. They, they, they have this sense that they're never out of it. You talk to people around this team, the opener here, they trailed 8 nothing, and nobody in the dugout thought they were going to lose the game. So 5-2 to them is nothing. And in that ninth inning, when you give up the double to Tapia and the double to Espinal, you're thinking, oh, my God, George Springer's going to come up as the tying run, and you're really t- terrified of that. Uh, and he delivered. So last night was sort of as much about how scary this Blue Jays team is as some of the issues facing the Red Sox. But 
for a guy in Will Venable who has been put in a tough spot as the interim manager uh, with Alex Cora not with the team yet, uh, it's hard to imagine a couple of games in a row that are harder to manage uh, You know, in your first run where the script says you do one thing, but maybe the moment dictates you might deviate a little bit and do something else. Uh, so it's been a really rough couple of days, there's no doubt. Well, and speaking of some of those decisions, wh- where do you come down on taking Nathan Ovaldi out after seven innings and just 72 pitches? I uh, didn't love it, but, I mean, listen, in those moments, those decisions, uh, they do have more information. They're thinking in the long term. The, the contact in the seventh inning uh, was louder, uh, and so I could understand them thinking that through and making that call. To me, though, every decision – is impacted by the decisions that follow. And so if you're going to tell me that in the eighth inning, um, Avaldi's not going to be in there, okay, that's fine. I can live with that. But then Strom gets unlucky. The ball gets dropped at first base. And the next move is to go to Tyler Danish. And it's no offense to Tyler Danish. He's pitched well in limited action with the Red Sox. But to me, if you're not going to go with Avaldi in that spot, it's very hard for me to think that two moves down the line – is Tyler Danish. Uh, It's just not fair to that kid in that spot, again, with Springer and Bichette and the big boys coming up in this ballpark. uh, I would rather have Evaldi, and I'd rather have Strom still in the game in those spots. So, uh, again, those are hard positions to be put in. But uh, the domino effect did not work out. Well, I know that uh, last night after the game, Xander Bogarts did not give the standard, hey, it's early in the year, we're working things out, da-da-da. He seemed to be pretty realistic after the game of being like, basically, yo, we need to figure this out and quick. Do you get the sense that that is the mood around this team, that they're realizing now almost a month in, holy crap, we got to start to turn this around right now? Well, I don't know about the mood and, and a month in and turning it around, but I do know that they were, you know, sort of stunned last night. And, and they've been optimistic. I was around them all day yesterday, and they were optimistic and upbeat. And, and I do think the offense is going to turn. I'm really certain of that, especially the big hitters. You know, we can talk about the bottom of the order, and I think some major changes are needed there. Uh, but I think the offense is going to hit. But it's one thing, first of all, Who's surprised that Xander stood up and was honest and accountable after a game where he really should have had four hits? And, by the way, you know, bad luck was a part of this thing last night, too. It's like when you're going poorly, as the Red Sox are, nothing goes your way, whether it's a diving catch in the gap to take one away from Kike Hernandez. Yesterday, J.D. Martinez crushes a ball down the first baseline that's right at a guy who happens to be holding the runner on first base. Xander kills that ball up the middle, which should have, put the Red Sox ahead in the top of the tent, that it just hits the pitcher. So bad luck has been part of this. But I would just say one more time after hearing Xander say that, what more does anybody need to see or hear or want from Xander Bogarts to say this is the guy that we want to be part of our organization forever? He is an unbelievable offensive player. He's a leader. He's accountable. Uh, he's honest. Uh, to me, he once again reminds us how lucky that Red Sox fans are to have him and, and what a great cornerstone player he is. And maybe the uh, front office will offer him a $1 million raise. Maybe that will be their next move with, with Xander Bogarts. <laughs> uh, will, how much, or if at all, did Tanner Houck kind of screw this team over? Because last night I think would have been a decent spot to put Garrett Whitlock in to close out the game and, and win. And just because of how they had to use the bullpen and the starting rotation over the last several days because Houck wasn't going to be available uh, for this entire series, 
Did that have a, an impact on the game in your mind yesterday? Definitely. I mean, for me, Whitlock would have been in the game. And and I, you never know what would have happened in the preceding days, right? Had yeah. had they not had to start Garrett before. Maybe the scores in other games uh, play out differently. And maybe Whitlock would have pitched two days ago or three days ago. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. But if you're asking me to look in a vacuum and say, you know, Whitlock hasn't pitched in a couple of days. He's fresh. And you got a three-run lead. Yes, he's in that game. And so, to me, it's not that difficult to determine that one guy's decision really impacted this team, and that's sort of hard to stomach. Um, I, I, you know, the other part of it is it's unfair to Garrett, in a way, that he's the lone guy. Now, other guys have pitched well. I think Strom has been really good uh, at times, and you've gotten some good outings from people, sort of unexpectedly, Hansel Robles, too. But it's, it sort of speaks to a larger issue, and that is that you, you think one guy is the guy to get you home against the Blue Jays team. And so there's a lot of pressure on Whitlock, but I think it's very difficult to not make a pretty linear connection between the fact that one guy is not here and that prevented your very best pitcher from closing out what would have been a super important win. Will Fleming of the Red Sox broadcast team is uh, jumping in for Rob Bradford today here with Gresham Keefe. That means we'll have Bradford on Friday, swingly Fleming alone uh, <laughs> on a Friday for once. Hallelujah. And, well, I, you know, I, I know that uh, when Kevin Galsman pitched in Fenway Park, he dominated and we talked about it, and uh, he did it again last night. What is it about Galsman that is so tough for the Red Sox lineup? Well, he's tough on every lineup, first of all. I mean, this guy has emerged in one of the very best starting pitchers in the world. And, you know, the Blue Jays did what they've done these last couple of years. They made moves, and they went out and spent $110 million on him. And it looks like he's a big problem for everybody in the ALEs. I had a long conversation with him two days ago about all the changes he's made and his delivery, but also just two-pitch guy, fastball and splitter. And I'll tell you, watching him two times in the last week, it is easy to see why hitters don't get anything off of him because everything looks exactly the same coming out of his hand, and either you're going to get 96 that rides up in the zone and stays up above your hands, or this pitch looks exactly the same, and it's this demon that the bottom falls out of it, and it's at your ankles. And I just think, you know, unless you see it real time, you guys probably could sense it a little bit on TV, but like, just imagine being a hitter, how hard it is to react to a 96-mile-an-hour fastball that looks hittable but then explodes past you, and then thinking in one millisecond that that exact same thing is coming, you have to gear up for that, and it dives to the bottom of the zone. So I, I just think it's more about Gossman than the Red Sox, and I think he's going to do that to a lot of teams this year. Should the Red Sox have been in on him? Because I know during his discussions recently, you know, he said the Red Sox weren't interested in him at all. And I know five for 110 is a lot for a guy that's already in his early 30s, but he is nasty, and they spent a ton of money on Trevor Story. Avaldi's a free agent after this year. They obviously are kind of piecemealing some of the, the rotation together. So a long way of saying it, should they have been interested in him? I think that I have to answer that question uh, in the offseason when I figure out what they're going to do with guys like Bogart's endeavors. Because to me – uh, if it's one thing if you say we know we're going to have to spend a lot of money on these guys who we want to keep around, and so we've got to keep our powder sort of dry. We also just went out and spent $140 million on Trevor's story. So they decided that was the best allocation for them. They think maybe the pipeline in the minor leagues looks great for pitchers, and I think that's true. I think some big guns are coming out of the minor leagues. But to me, 
it's sort of I don't quite piece it together if if they have decided or they have a strong sense that Xander and Raffi might be out of their price range and they might move on from them. Um, I don't think that it's the right decision to not push very hard this year and next while you have those guys uh, to go for it. So um, I, I need a little time to answer that question, but I mean, he's elite. Gossman is, uh, I think they, they should consider and they do consider just about anything that can help their team. But, but, you know, you don't have unlimited resources. They, they spent a lot of money on story. I'm not sure uh, whether they could have done both of those in this off season, but my goodness, he, it's it's not the greatest thing that the Blue Jays do have him. Uh, Will, last thing for you. Are we going to start to hear more players be very open in bitching about the types of baseballs Major League Baseball is giving the players these days? Yeah, I saw what Chris Bassett said, and I'm really interested. I haven't talked to enough of our guys about that, but I'm going to do it today because that was sort of eye-opening. Um, I, I've said it for two years running. To me, it's absurd, absolutely absurd that big league baseball at the highest level, a multi-billion dollar industry, can't find a standardized baseball that works for everybody, that pitchers can hold, that doesn't require cheating to be able to spin and hold. It's absurd. And, and it, how antiquated is it that for 100 years we needed mud from one tributary from one river that <laughs> nobody knew where it was to make the baseball be usable? That, mm-hmm. That's just stupid to me. So uh, I, I don't understand why they haven't figured out a ball that can work for everybody. And, I mean, I, I would imagine, you know, you talk to agents and other people that they hear from their pitchers that the ball is just ridiculous and that from inning to inning it can be different and worse. So uh, when I get there today, I'm absolutely going to ask a lot of our pitchers what, what they think about it. And uh, I think we probably know the answer, that they're all frustrated with the lack of, you know, standardization of a baseball. And, uh I hope, I really hope, you know, we heard that baseball was toying with the idea of doing like they do in Japan, where they use this substance to make the ball that's actually pre-tacked. So you don't need to put anything on it. Um, I would be totally in favor of that. Um, and I just hope baseball can solve that problem soon. Yeah, Will Fleming up in uh, Toronto. He and Joe Castiglione have the call of the game tonight right here on the Red Sox Network. Will, thanks for jumping in for Bradfoe. Appreciate it. We'll catch you next week. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Thank you. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.